You've fallen into a well. Above you, a wild beast. Beneath you, a dragon. You cling to a branch in between your fates. You've never been more free. If only you'd accept your freedom. I'm Nick Reinerson, and this is Burn After Listening. Today we're talking about Happy by Spillage Village, J.I.D., and Earth Gang. We are, like Leo Tolstoy recounted, trapped in between a dragon and a wild beast, clinging to a branch, trying to enjoy our little pleasures. The fable that he tells goes, there was a traveler who was walking through the desert and he started to be chased by a wild beast. So he jumped down into an abandoned well. And as he jumped in, he saw at the bottom of the well that there was a dragon down there. So he grabs onto this branch as he's falling down it's growing out of the side of the well, and so now he's hanging on in limbo between a beast and a dragon, holding on for dear life. As he hangs there, he sees two mice chewing on the root of the branch that he's holding on to. He knows it won't hold for long. His only solace is a little bit of honey that's on the leaf of the plant. He eats it and laps it up with joy and abandon, a little comfort in his miserable state. Death is inevitable. And eventually, the honey's going to lose its taste. Tolstoy tells this story to describe the meaninglessness of our existence. Caught between a beast and a dragon, our grip slipping, trying to enjoy what little pleasure we have. The traveler sees this and knows he must inevitably perish, says Tolstoy. But what if the dragon at the bottom of the well isn't annihilation, but salvation? What if Tolstoy is dead wrong? Happy is the Egyptian god of floods. The Nile River is only fertile and livable because of these regular catastrophes. But in modern world, floods are undesirable. Now a flood only means one thing, destruction. Property, money, insurance claims. But humans used to worship gods who flooded their homes. We all used to understand that destruction brought new life. But I think we're unfree now. We've built our levees and are at the mercy of forces we'd rather not think about. The flood is coming. The dragon is coming. The mice are chewing. It's inevitable. Enter Earth Gang, Spillage Village, and JID. Homie's victim to apathy, like honey dripping off the table in front of me, sings Mariba in the first verse. Maybe it's Tolstoy's fable she's actually referring to, I don't know. But I think she rejects it. The whole song proves Tolstoy wrong. The honey's a trap. The dragon isn't what we think it is. As the song builds, it accepts the flood. It finds catharsis in the flood. It welcomes the dragon at the bottom of the well. It rejects the honey of discontentment. It's ready for the flood. It rejects the vices of American excess, of self-preservation, of ignoring our fate, of ignoring our choice. It doesn't reject pain, but it rejects apathy. Happy, help us, the song seems to call out. Happy, give us the freedom to see what comes after the flood. The soil that overflows from the banks and makes it fertile. 
I dream of a world where love is the root. The second movement of the song is a movement of hope building. It's like they're still holding on to the branch, but they're seeing that maybe it could be different. Maybe it doesn't have to be a life of waiting for the blank. Maybe it doesn't have to be a life of waiting for the branch to drop. Where hearts walk two by two. I dream of a place where a child's wish can always come true and the old and withered can become renewed. Johnny Venus's verse, man, he's seeing the hope. He's seeing the hope of the flood. He's seeing the dragon at the bottom of the well as not something that's guaranteeing annihilation, but something that could offer rebirth. And we are free. We, you and me, are free. We're free to let go before the mice cut the root. We're free to reject Tolstoy's conclusion that the meaning of life is just to enjoy the honey. The flood is meaning. The flood is healing. The flood is love. It's light. It's nature. It's God. I can see the ripple. I can see the changes. The third movement is after. It's after the flood. After the fall. It's the void. It's the dragon. And it's not destruction, it's freedom. Come what may. But only those who give themselves to freedom, whatever that may mean, can see it. Only those who are willing to be martyrs for freedom can see it clearly. Only those who accept the flood. The rest will cling to the honey until they die, or until the branch snaps. They'll become shells of themselves. They'll live for the next drip of honey. And you might think I'm out of tune, but it ain't got shit to do with you. The verse builds. Floods and falling feel like madness to most people. It feels out of tune, but it ain't got shit to do with you. Under the water and in the mouth of the dragon, there is more life than we can ever imagine. It is accessible, but only through suffering, only through falling, only through making the choice of letting go. Tolstoy wrote that fable out in a place of despair, in a place of clarity about the problem, but not the solution. Earth Gang and Spillage Village, they're right. Big Rube's outro is right. It's a response, it's a retort. It's a bringing back of the flood. Your freedom is beyond anyone outside of yourselves controlling. It can't be bought and sold, given away, or even stolen. It's a divine entitlement, vital to the nourishment of the soul. That's how this song ends. That's the resolution. When you find yourself in the well, you have a choice between the honey and the dragon and the beast. Let the flood come. It'll deposit love and pain, but you will grow. The dragon may not be the kind of dragon you think it is. And even if it is, freedom will be yours. Actually, it already is.